how's it going everyone hope you're doing well wherever you are in the world and this one today this was a conversation where me and laura jumped on and we had a lot that we wanted to dive into a lot has been changing in our own lives and also we've been learning a lot of new interesting stuff so we wanted to share with you uh, if you can as always please check out the one-off donation option uh, and the patreon page really goes such a long way um to help keep doing what i'm doing and I really loved as well, guys. Um, a lot of you, it was a few few of you out there sent over some um, little donations, which I thought was really awesome. Um, for um for Christmas, I thought that was a really nice touch, and um, it really helped me a lot. That so I really appreciate it from the bottom of my heart. And every single uh, donation and uh, Patreon pledge, uh, really goes such a long way, and it just gives me a little bit of a platform to keep doing what I'm doing. You know, there's not a lot of patrons on there. I'm not making a million pound. Um to be honest with you it's not even enough to keep the podcast going but um that's just being honest but it's it's it you know it's it any amount just gives like a, that little bit of um gives that little bit of help you know just to like to kind of keep this thing um going forward you know it really means a lot anyway um so enjoy this one peace out it's been a while since we've recorded one of these like podcasts I mean you've done one I think it's been well overdue because you know a lot has been going on over the last few weeks and months you know we're also noticing like in terms of the world we're kind of seeing how things have been like changing so fast like there is a lot of like earth changes if you want to use that word that's going on from all different levels that I'm noticing like metaphysically and physically we're starting to kind of like get a bigger picture of like of the of of the intentions of what we could see what we what we all already knew was coming very early on you know like many of us like people people called conspiracy theorists and stuff like that talked about how what was what was the kind of the agenda or everything that was going on and now we're kind of you know we're really starting to you know the people who weren't kind of attuned to that and didn't see what was coming can kind of now like there's no like kind of you know there's no other kind of alternative to what it was we can see it's and write it you know we're being presented with like the restrictions we're being presented with all mm-hmm. these different things that are, are right in front of our face and yeah. there's like no you know there's no running away from it now it's like you you either kind of like you you face it you 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 work on the emotion you make the the physical choice in your in your life you make the spiritual decision to go you know one way or the other way mm-hmm. like do you want a world that's kind of like that's you know locking down your soul you know like a bird in a cage or, or do you want to like you know do you want to fly you know do you want to be outside of the cage yeah. and currently like right now you know we've kind of you know we're trying to, we're just like everyone else who listens to this podcast they're also on their journey they're trying to like emotionally work on themselves they're trying to unravel their true path their highest path what they need to be on in their life and you know we've been like sort of like you know ferociously kind of chasing that in our lives trying to like free ourselves from the matrix because you know we've been able to see over here what's coming mm-hmm. so we've kind of like physically and spiritually and emotionally moved our life in a, in a way that can you know we can transition over into this new place this new reality this new manifestation that we want to create which is you know us living off grid growing our own foods and being dependent upon ourselves where someone else can't dictate the rhythms of our lives and stuff mm-hmm. so like that's why right now me and you we're in portugal and we've kind of like the reason why we've came here is because you know we've just followed our 
you know, followed our soul out. Like our soul, my soul was telling me that we needed to be in Portugal right now before before the restrictions came. And all, has that that's been validated now? Because yeah. as soon as we come over, within like a, a week, you know, the propaganda came, started going again. Uh-huh. And um, and then straight away, as soon as the propaganda comes up, we see the lockdown again. And the restrictions. So it's kind of like validated, you know, our soul telling us that we needed to be in a certain place if something was if we if, to follow if, if something was going to happen you know yeah and it's only been validated we definitely came at the right time um because like you were saying like literally like a week or two weeks after the the uh, they closed the border well they didn't close the border they said you needed a vaccine to get into spain and we already knew that we couldn't go to sorry i said vaccine i'm gonna say spice and rum um and we already knew that we couldn't get into to france without the spice so I think we came at the right time. Um, I think for us, it's like we we realize that our dependency on on the system on Babylon is what kind of creates it. So we're kind of at this stage now where we're trying to trying to release that dependency because we can see the next stage is you need the spice to get into a supermarket, which in Europe is not looking too far away with uh, things that are happening in Austria and Germany. So for us, we we went to go see an off grid community, didn't we? And it was just kind of feeling those emotional wounds that come up like, oh, okay, well, we, no, we don't want to be reliant on Babylon because that's getting too spicy for us. And But the community, the, the way the community operates is very alien to what we know. So that's a bit a bit spicy. <laughs> so we're kind of at this stage in the, at the moment where we're kind of trying to heal and feel as much as possible to kind of cut ties with yeah. the, the old way of being. But it is bringing up a lot of emotions that we we both need to work on yeah and i think that's it's important to mention because like when people like you know people when you view utopia you view like kind of off-grid communities and stuff you think oh this is like going to be like adam and eve in the garden of eden just dancing around the fire and like singing come by are which it, it is to some degree it is like that mm-hmm. but at the same time what we've learned massively is that you know there is a there is a transition from babylon there's a transition from the matrix to to an off-grid community that needs to happen you know and what i mean what what i mean is that you know obviously physical there's physical things that you need to happen you know you have to like minimize your life in certain directions make yourself easy to serve in some aspects but at the same time emotionally that's the biggest one you know the the emotional wounds that are triggered through meeting people and meeting people who like have a different energy a different frequency especially when you're like coming from babylon that you know it's, it can be too kind of it can trigger too many too much stuff in you yeah. so what we've kind of done is is over the last few days you know we've been there for a little bit now we've kind of felt it out and there's a lot of emotions that came up there's a lot of um other stuff that come up as well you know because like i've spoke about this before like so for example um like after especially after like the spiritual attack that went down you know um, um, from an uh, empathic level i'm able to on my journey now i'm able to feel and read things on a different level now you know like i'm able to like um, so uh, so for example what i mean by this is empathically i feel people's emotions like very strongly and for me like one of the challenging things is like being in a community dynamic is kind of like having that kind of having like like you know like for example what i'm trying to say is like you know the physical for me the physical things aren't the hard thing you know like i can see growing the foods is easy for mm-hmm. me i've been eating healthy for such a long time so that's not easy transition for me you know like all these like physical you know we've been shit in the in a bucket as you said before yeah for such a long time yeah you know these things are easy for me you know like we've we've deprived ourselves of the physical things but for me like emotionally like feeling out people's energy and still learning like um 
you know people's like um you know people's kind of um, emotions and feelings like negative and bad but like being able to feel on an empathic level for me that's very challenging so i'm still trying to navigate that plane and then when you put that in the community dynamic with a lot of people when you've got like people who are, are working on themselves to a, to a high level too you know it's like it comes with other challenges you know mm-hmm. and i think when it's just when it's just me and you we can kind of we can kind of be stuck in our own little echo chamber and you know not be able to see certain things like certain blind spots in our own way of being so i think what a good thing the good thing about a community is it like there's more people to kind of show us things that we're kind of missing and i think that's what we're meant we're meant to be living in these community dynamics with a lot of people because like it's like i watched about a boy the other about a week ago and it's like that quote where it's like no man is an island and i really like that film where it shows that it's like strength is in numbers and you need people to be able to rely on and what I really like about the community is that is that everyone brings their own like their own strength into the group and I think that's really admirable. So it's for us it's just kind of just releasing a lot of programming about these communities because every every single example of an off-grid community where presented on Netflix and the media or whatever is it's a cult. They all kill each other, they all have sex with each other, um, you know, the they never work and I think when we spoke to a member of the community they kind of uh, brought these like kind of queries that I had about like seeing theatre as a cult and that feeling my programming coming up and they were like they feel like this has been done on purpose to kind of put people off and fear fear people taking their own power back within a community so what is presented to us is kind of examples where this is where this has gone really bad and it's like one of the viewers of the podcast said it's like as if the on-grid communities are actually working the on-grid the on-grid system is the 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 death cult really yeah that's the thing even though it's like really challenging like you said like even though it's really challenging to take that to take that next step and you know what's really important is that the reason why we're doing it for is because we need to like it's in in, it's important what we've learned emotionally now in life is to instead of being sweeped away by emotions or wounds or stuff or maybe other people's kind of programming or, or people trying to like navigate you in a certain direction it's important to kind of take a step back and really feel out emotionally like what am i not what's my block here what am i not seeing so that then the path can be more can be a smooth transition you know where you feel like you're completely making it making that decision from a place of heart or a place mm-hmm. of love but when you were saying before about like how the off-grid communities sorry the on-grid on-grid communities right now aren't working like that's one of the big ethoses ethoses that's been kind of navigating us in our lives because and it, it kind of feels like as well that's why the decision as well at the same time feels it it still feels a bit rushed to me yeah because because i can we can both feel and see what's coming you know like you said before they're going to be stopping you from getting food in the supermarket mm-hmm. if you haven't adopted a certain thing they're going to be they're not, i mean in some countries now they're already doing so yeah but we can see how deep it's going to get you know mm-hmm. and it's like we're already in a position now where i feel collectively it's already trying to it's you know the universe is already or god whatever you want to call it is already trying to show you right now like it's presenting you the the whole picture mm-hmm. and you get a choice now like do you what do you want you know do you want them do you want to like kind of like keep doing what you've been doing and and then and like you still be in the matrix and still do all the things that you want to do but you if you want to do that you're going to have to take this you know yeah and that's the transition we're in because we're feeling like you know emotionally how we're being challenged but at the same time well, like in this sort of like this is the split you know that people have talked about the split of the world that's going down where like emotionally 
you get to decide do you want to stay in Babylon or do you want to make this leap forward into, into this new world but yeah. that new world still comes with a lot of challenges oh, yeah. and that's what we're starting to feel now we're starting to feel emotionally how we're being triggered you know yeah, so we need to be in our own energy because on the first day when we visited the community it was like kind of the, it was the winter solstice so it was a very special event for them so there's a lot of energy a lot, well. a lot of energy going on and we like got there and we were just like like a deer in headlights weren't we yeah. sorry I need a cough <clears throat> and we know that the way the world's going, it's like we know that there's, you're going to need the spice to get into a supermarket and and everything else that they're kind of putting in place. But we kind of felt that when we got there, it was like, whoa, this is so alien for us. So we're, kind of, we're at this weird transitory phase where we're kind of disconnecting from Babylon, but we kind of still feel more we feel more comfortable with Babylon at the moment because that's what we know more than this off-grid community living and style of living. So for us at the moment, it's just like, healing and feeling everything that comes up and releasing those last kind of attachments that we have to the system yeah and it, and it is it is it's a it's a it's a big process because you know it, it is like i said before you know you have to honor and step into your own energy and make sure that in your life that you are operating from your highest expression which is love because it's what we're learning now especially when it comes to like um over spirits over cloaking people you know like so spirits overcloak on people through their emotional wounds so if mm. we have an emotional wound spirits can overcloak us because mm. this is what's going on you know you've spoke about this on one of your videos you did about the earthbound spirits how there's spirits all around us that are kind of um, influencing us to do certain actions and carry out certain things in our lives for yeah. our emotional wounds so one thing that i've been very aware of is that i've been noticing when i've been getting overcloaked mm-hmm. um for example like say it could be for example it could be an addiction that i have it could be whatever it is you know but i've started noticing in my life how in certain circumstances when i'm even presenting information how i can be getting overcloaked and influenced to say certain things or act in a certain way yeah. so that's why i think it's very important to make sure that you know we're not being we're not making a decision out of fear because mm-hmm. fear is a is a is an emotion that ha- has a lot of addictions tied to it and can fear is also an emotion that can be you can be influenced very highly. Yeah. That's exactly why um, when we look at the world right now, that's why a lot of world leaders are making a lot of fear-based decisions. Like all the decisions that we're seeing right now are all fear-based decisions, mm-hmm. and they're all fear-based decisions because a lot of leaders around the world collectively we have a, a huge emotional wound around Definitely. fear, Definitely. and we're operating from them based through fears that result in more fear is being pumped out on the planet now because we as we know a lot of spirits who were who were um who were kind of have been operating and been manipulating a lot of us for such a long time have invested interest in this place mm-hmm. remaining at that lower frequency yeah if you definitely. want to use that word and what we've been learning um i've kind of had to take a step back from a lot of spiritual content because i've been making the mistake that i know a lot of people make where you kind of hear something that like half makes sense and you just kind of run with it is the truth but that really hasn't been sitting right with my soul and you know we've been watching a lot of the divine truth teachings and they've been so activating for me and you and and the it's kind of encouraged me to go on like a process of inquiry where I feel like okay well now I don't know if I believe in reincarnation now I don't know about this and so one thing that I know for certain that has been shown to me um, is that spirits overcloak us. I've felt it inside myself and I've seen I've seen it with my own eyes on other people. And so 
what I'm trying to say is that <laughs> I've lost my trail of thought again um, is that oh oh yeah in spiritual circles um, we were watching a channel in the other night well the last night and um, Jesus was channeling a, a spirit who said that it's so easy to manipulate people in the spiritual community like all they need to do is kind of focus their energy towards somebody give them like a, a memory of like maybe seeing being like an Egyptian priest or something something grand yeah like that invokes because they're, they're accessing them through their emotional wound of not feeling worthy of not feeling special so they present them with a, f- a false memory or whatever it's so easy for them to do it and then this person goes off and changes their life and and starts making decisions based off this false falsity that's been presented to them that kind of influences their life in a negative manner so what I'm trying to like be conscious of is where's my wounds where can spirits influence influence me I know like through this podcast like it's going to reach other people's consciousness so it's just trying to like to feel and heal every sort of thing that comes up and it's also like to kind of have a bit more discernment about you know if something's presented to you as like in your mind don't just take it as as truth automatically kind of question it and and pray to god and and ask for the truth because a lot of people are like kind of guilty of just running with whatever they hear and that's why over the last few months i've been very hesitant to even record podcasts yeah like i feel like i don't even want to say anything because i feel like if i'm seeing something in the wrong play i know that i'm going to be not only affecting someone else's soul condition I'm also going to be affecting my own mm-hmm. through that process. And it's so easy to do that but from what we've been learning. Yeah. Like last night, oh, Jesus was channeling a spirit who she had an emotional wound about not feeling special. So when she passed over, a group of spirits came over to her and said, influenced her, influenced her and said, oh, welcome, like, welcome to the afterlife. Um, you know, you're, you've got this special role now of helping other spirits reincarnate into, human bo- like reincarnate into a human body again. And she just ran with that as the truth and then ended up degrading her own soul condition because she was encouraging spirits to reincarnate, which... which Not physically reincarnate, but overcloak. Yeah, to to not reincarnate. It's what's actually happening is they're overcloaking spirits, overcloaking souls that are coming in, the new souls that are coming in. And... At the end of the, the discussion, like Jesus kind of showed her own her where she was ending up and how it was degrading her soul condition because of a mistake that she kind of just ran with and how much damage that caused to the souls that were getting overclocked as well. Yeah. So a simple mistake could be could le- degrades your own soul condition and, and is harming other people's soul conditions. Yeah. So it's like for me that's made me feel like, whoa, I want to be so careful about what I what I kind of put out there is truth. I want to make make sure it's a hundred percent like what I feel and what I know before I even speak about it to people. Yeah. That's kind of obviously that's why like we've been taking a break from podcasts and why you've especially took a break as well. So I wanted I think it, I wanted something was telling us to speak about um like the process of that as well. Like how that happens because people are not gonna understand how it happens, how like how the overcloaking happens. So in the basic form is that all around us right now there is like earthbound spirits who have or who have pre- previously lived on planet Earth and they have crossed over with a lot of emotional wounds and a lot of emotional addictions and then as they cross over um, they've kind of like their soul condition has determined where they go in the spirit realm and then as spirits are in the spirit realm you know they can like you know they can they can move around a lot differently to we can you know they can like 
you know to the human mind like it's uh, to, to our human mind it, it's uncomprehendable that you know we, we believe that we're bound to these physical bodies but spirits don't operate through the physical realm you know through the physical mitsu you know they have um bound they have a lot more um less boundaries in terms of being able to like move their soul and consciousness in places mm. like things happen a lot more faster instantaneously yeah. into, into on the on the metaphysical and the spirit realm when the physical things take a lot more time to manifest and move and that what that's what's going on you know that so basically when laura was just when you were describing like the 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 um how the woman believed that she was helping people reincarnate basically what she was doing is she was influencing spirits to instead of physically in the process of a birth when a child was born to kind of like go into that body which the spirit believed that was the process they were just emotionally attaching to their wounds that 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 per, that, mm-hmm. that person has or the mm-hmm. baby has for example yeah and they would she described the process as like saying knowing which souls are like right to reincarn- reincarnate so to say is because of the color of the soul and what she was really saying was like you say the beliefs and the emotions and and things that would make that soul suitable to kind of to perpetuate that you know that um that harmful practice of overcloaking another soul and it's interesting because we've been learning and that's why yeah, sorry I've, so right. so the colors so what the colors what she was seeing is because I, I, I like as we were watching this video as well i i, I get pitch i see pictures now sometimes when i see stuff uh-huh. And to describe it a bit more so people can understand if someone thinks in more pictures, is that what was happening is, is what the colours were representing, why the spirit was being attached to the attracted to the colours mm-hmm. was because the colours of um of the baby, of the person who they're trying to overcloak, matched the same colours of the emotional wound within them too. Yeah, so it was and kind of a why... low attraction dynamic that was happening that was attracting these people. And so, um, yeah, I'm not sure I believe in reincarnation anymore. I yeah. don't. I, that's not something that really that's really sitting right with me at the moment. Well, also from a soul level, which is interesting. Sorry to jump in, but like for, we've talked about this a few times. But from a reincarnation perspective, in terms of like you know God, like mm-hmm. kind of God wanting you to like improve yourself and remember who you are. Mm-hmm. You know, we all don't remember our past lives. Yeah. Why would we not? Why would we not remember them? And it, it, the new age thing is to say that, well, God does it because um, you, you're meant to learn, but you're meant to learn, but you can't remember what you did in the past, so you don't know what a karma you've accumulated. You've just accumulated karma, yeah. but you somehow don't know about it. And you keep coming back and accumulating and, more and, and more karma again like, and again yeah. on your soul, and your soul condition through through your, your earth manifestation, through the law of attraction, going into your parents, continues to keep degrading your soul again and again and again through that process. Yeah. And that doesn't sound like when we say that God's loving, that doesn't sound like a very loving thing to do. If I had a child, I wouldn't put like, say to the child, all right, well, you've come in here and you've done a lot of bad things in the past. So you're going to have to make up for it now. And then it's like that. It's like that misconception in Christianity. It's like you're, it's like you're, you're already a sinner. As soon as you incarnate, you're already a sinner. And I just that's not really kind of sitting right with me at the moment. Yeah. And what we've been learning, especially is like through our addictions, these these spirits can influence us to kind of to kind of go down a dark road and it's it's like that's why we've kind of took a break from psychedelics because we've realized that it's so easy for a spirit to just implant a implant a kind of a seed of thought or an image in our mind and for us to just run with it like oh i was a you know for me it's like i i felt i was a jaguar but what like what is that really it's like i've got to take some time out and get lay off the source as terence mckenna says and really just kind of 
pray and ask God like to f- to feel what is the actual truth. Yeah. And to be honest, and to be honest to do that is is, is a big thing. Mm-hmm. Like to be honest and say like to be to be in a position in your life and, and go that what I what I know might be wrong is, yeah. a, is is very hard to do. And we also know how spirits are also invested in that. So there's a lot of spirits who are invested in, in you believing in a certain way. Just like the uh, in terms of Christianity. Um, all the different religions around the world a lot of people are very int- invested in 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 that way of being because they also kind of get a biofeedback and feed an emotional response in that yeah. that's why one of the things that we've been learning around the world is that you know a lot of these leaders um or messiahs or masters if you want to use that word who have kind of passed over like who they've like for example like the buddha mm-hmm. um and other like people like that who have kind of like had a lot of followers are still kind of emotionally feeding off the wounds in people who are still emotionally addicted to praying to them and, feed, yeah, and, and, and pro- feeding off their projections. Pro- feeding off their yeah. projection, projections, and they're in in other, they're in the in the in the in the non-physical realm now, the spiritual world, and they're still feeding off people kind of looking up to them and praying upon them, you know. Mm-hmm. And it makes me, it's made me question a lot of the spiritual teachers that I've kind of used to look up to in the past. Yeah. Every uh, single one of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, apart from like the the teachings that we've been looking at, because yeah. they are, they, you feel, you it, feel you? that they're just like they don't see themselves as special. They're just like, okay, wait, like we're well, your brothers and sisters, kind of thing. It doesn't. It's not coming from a place of, I know so much more than you. You need to listen to me for your own spiritual growth. It isn't coming from that place. Listen, and I've it's also coming from a place of like humility. Yeah, listen, I've also been guilty of this. This is a wound that I'm playing upon now as well. I'm playing on a wound where I still get the same biofeedback of people watching, listen to the podcast. So I'm speaking it now out loud. Like that's a wound that I recognise too. Mm-hmm. So be cautious of what I say too. Yeah. But what I'm seeing is, is what I've noticed is that now every single because what I've noticed that a lot of spiritual teachers when they speak about certain topics they're actually um, what they're doing is is that they're, they're playing upon emotional um, wounds that you have to make you actually just feel good but what I've noticed a lot when I find a teaching that what I've started to find a teaching that's like um, that doesn't do that it actually it does the opposite it actually it's scary and when it's scary what I've found is actually normally true because it, it's actually triggering them parts of yourself that are unhealed, you know, yeah, the parts definitely. of yourself that you can't see. So what I've noticed when we've been watching a lot of Divine Truth, which, is, like you said, it's worth mentioning because it's literally probably the best teachings I've seen that I've ever come across so far in my journey. And it's when I'm watching it, you know, I'm I, it's triggering. It's so, it's like, it's it's triggering a certain parts of myself, you know, but it's having the courage to remain with that information and, and um, you know, emotionally feel in you what it's pulling and why 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 are you being triggered by this now what is it like what is it why is it like you disagree with a certain thing mm-hmm. you know what belief do you have around it what emotional wound do you have around it because that's what i've found that a lot of time it's it's been triggering so many different parts within us and also what's interesting when when they do the channelings which is really interesting see for example they do a channel and in a spirit's p- present you'll find that because it's so challenging the piece of information and the, ch- and the spirit itself has such an emotional wound the spirit just wants to get out there and leave, yeah. leave. it just it can't even engage in the conversation or secondly it gets really angry mm-hmm. I thought it was really interesting the piece of information that we've uncovered was because um, you know like in the spirituality community one of the biggest things is like you know people doing channel- channelings and saying I've got the Archangel Michael here you know I've got yeah. the Buddha here you know stuff like that and it's interesting because if um, what we've learned is that if you kind of ask a challenging question to that to that spirit behind that who's 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 like um, interacting with that empathic person because mm-hmm. um, obviously people can do that do that but 
is to challenge them challenge them on something you know and find out how that interaction happens because a lot of times when you challenge these spirits you find out very fast that you know they're not they're they're not not loving they're not who say they are they're not loving you know because it truly you know um i'm I'm just using this word for context like a, a highly advanced spiritual being if you want to use that word you know would be in a state of love it wouldn't get triggered, you know, mm-hmm. through you asking it a hard question or a challenging question yeah. or disagreeing with it in some sort of way. So you can find out very fast someone's emotional level. Even in the physical realm, you're going to find out someone's emotional, like um, how 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 they're so conditioned by just asking them a challenging question and see how they react in that situation. Because you'll find out a lot of times if you challenge like a world leader or challenge a messiah, quote unquote messiah, you know, they, they'll get they'll get aggressive. You know, mm-hmm. it's funny because we're, we're watching Divine Truth. Like AJ, who's like um, who's Jesus. He he said like you don't you guys don't even believe me when I say I'm Jesus. Why would you believe someone you, that you can't even see when they say that they're Jesus? <laughs> so it's like it, we are guilty of this. We just because we feel like it's coming from a spiritual place and must assume that it's coming from someone that's of love and light. But they don't we don't realize that. There is negative um, dark spirits out there who have agendas of like of wanting to manipulate people or wanting to control people just like there is on earth but we just kind of assume just because we can't see them that they they come from the highest realms yeah. and that's made me more more conscious of like of when i do my kind of readings and stuff like that where i want to I, i'm so scared of channeling something that's not from the highest place and it's kind of what what came through to me was that you've just got to have the intention of of being sort of like of of being of the highest good of like of being of the the most sort of like coming from the most compassionate place and god's all right with you making mistakes you've just got to kind of have the humility to kind of see okay um, that wasn't what i was doing this wasn't what i was doing so a lot of us like when we we kind of start on the divine truth path it's like we're so scared to even do anything because we don't want to be out of alignment with love but it's just having the quality of humility to kind of see where we are we're kind of making mistakes is such an important quality to have especially in the spiritual community just kind of be open-minded to say okay um, I made a mistake there like how I'm going to correct it I'm going to you know I'm going to change my way of being to something that's more loving and that's one of the things I've no- one of the biggest things I've noticed is that the people who 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 really do like kind of like start emotionally um, lightening up their being and lighten up themselves and working on and, and developing their soul condition is the ones who have that that um, that high kind of um, what's the word I'm looking for that you know that that feeling with inside themselves that they are heading towards the greatest path of love you know mm-hmm. but like knowing it with it like having a longing with inside yourself because i mean i've felt that longing inside of me that 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 deep longing which that deep longing as we know can be manipulated it can be because does ma- on a mass level on a physical level it gets manipulated mm-hmm. like people's longing for mystery and for knowledge gets manipulated a lot of the times especially like in the spirituality community but also like on a on a with like spirits who are overclocking people it also gets manipulated but i think to to kind of like still keep navigating that plane in a way even though if you're still aware that you've got emotional wounds is is just always being aware that that you can always you know like pause and reflect on on your on your own soul you can always reflect on your own heart mm. and you can use that to kind of be your compass mm. Like you know, in, in any any single moment in our lives, if you tune in deep enough, you can feel like when you're doing something out of love. Like we we all have that inner compass. Yeah. Like for example, if you're like if you're masturbating, yeah, 
uh, you feel that in a compass that it's not a right thing to do. Yeah. If you're doing a degrading act, you can feel it, you know. And as you kind of develop yourself more and more and you develop that intuition and you understand that there's something within you that is doing so, the more that you trust that and you trust there is a God, mm-hmm. which is, there is a God like who, who does have your best interest at heart and you tune into that, that's when you can feel more and more when like when you are in alignment and you're not in alignment. Yeah. Um, you said before as well about, um, you know, like how you said about trusting like when you said about Jesus said you don't even trust me and I'm in front of you mm-hmm. it's interesting because like Ramdas said that like Ramdas said um, years ago about how like just because they haven't got a, a physical body just because like they've got a non-physical body like they're like they're a spirit mm-hmm. doesn't mean what they're saying is true you know it yeah. doesn't mean you can trust them so like that's interesting to me because like you know there is going to be a time when on the planet when we do crossover mm-hmm. you know like some people can see spirits now like we felt we've tuned into them and, f- and like kind of we felt them operating through people but there is obviously levels to this and we know people there is spirits that people can who can see walking around us mm-hmm. but at the same time it's like you know it's been having having um developing that kind of that awareness around your own self and your own soul that that you know like tread lightly you know don't just take everything is is what you, what you think it is you know like you be your compass and feel that from your own condition you know yeah definitely and it's like it's not just you know a lot of people in the spiritual community would just go oh god is love but but not actually feel that within themselves and a lot of like i've been guilty of this as well just saying oh god god's loving but not actually believing that because i had a hell of a lot of anger towards god that i hadn't processed that i've been kind of working through so it's just kind of just kind of seeing where those wounds are and just having the humility to kind of to go on a process of inquiry to be like okay I think this is true but I don't know 100% what can I do to kind of to to make that a knowing to kind of write that write down those things and say okay well God I don't think that God is loving and to sit and meditate and think well if God's not loving why do I say loving things around me why do I say not loving things around me what's causing those not loving things it's to kind of go on that process of inquiry that isn't that isn't encouraged a lot of the time it's just been like oh you've got to just believe but um yeah that's what I've kind of been uncovering a lot of that inside myself and uncovering a lot of that spiritual like the new age kind of just information that gets put out there that I've kind of took and ran with without really really feeling it from inside me yeah I've, I've been guilty of that too like if you go back and look at conversations and podcasts I've said I've been spitting that out you know yeah and it's it's painful for me to do that so that's why I'm going to try and redo and do redo to me best and best I can to my current level of soul that I'm at redo a lot of that mm-hmm. and speak from a place of like more than known instead of just like you know like kind of like you know what i mean like just kind of like just yeah. you know what i mean just kind of like projecting what what someone else has told us or something you know i'm going to speak from like what i feel in here instead of just seeing the same stuff something i've been doing as well is that i've noticed i noticed this there today and i noticed it last night but um a question i kind of ask myself is that especially like say for example if if, if i'm carrying out a certain action and you know, in your in our lives when we're carrying out certain actions we, you know we can there is like something that creeps up especially if it's out of alignment with god you know there's something that there's something with inside yourself that creeps up and tells you this is not quite right you know you feel the tentacles of it with inside yourself mm. so like a question i also ask myself is i feel into that but i also like ask myself the question could i be getting over here like could something be over us yeah. and i've felt on a few occasions where 
when I'm operating through my emotional wounds, whether it's anger or ego, or whatever it may be, I felt like something creeping in there. You know, I felt it like a, like a spirit over cloaking us. Yeah. And I think I think that's um, you know, it's I think as you know, a lot, a lot of people are gonna be like, well, I don't want to know about this stuff. It's scary, you know. Like when mm. I first heard it, it's scary. It's still fearing me now to some yeah. degree, but it's like it was already happening anyway so why don't you just know, get, get to know about it you know yeah and that's something that I've been freaked out about is like realising how much it's actually like how much spirit influence is actually affecting my actions yeah. and I'm like going through the process of like who like is my personality just an amalgamation of like compulsions and coping mechanisms and addictions and it's kind of maybe what kind of maybe I'm I can't speak for you but maybe I'm due like a faster kind of purge a lot of these a lot of these things out because I've noticed that um, I've been kind of going overboard with certain addictions that I've had yeah. it doesn't have to be like it doesn't have to be super super dangerous like as we call it, it could just be like one of mine's eating a packet of crisps having some chocolate and it's like I, I, I notice that when something gets uncomfortable I reach for, <laughs> I reach for like a crisp or chocolate and it's just kind of having, like trying to to take them away from us and, and kind of see what what comes up and feel those emotions that the the crisps and the chocolate or the or the social media or whatever's masking. Yeah, and also it doesn't even have to be like a physical thing you do. It can be just a projection. Mm-hmm. It could be a way yeah. you treat someone, the way you talk to someone, Definitely. what you say to someone. It can be anything, you know. Like it's just catching them and 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 seeing like when you are in certain situations, how do you react? What what like how do you operate through that? Through, through what you're facing in front of you now and you'll, and you'll find so many of them when we say before one, one thing that's um, one big one for me that I've noticed is that I've started to feel like on a um, on a on a soul level like where um, where like um, she said for example say if I, I do I carry out an action that's not loving and it's not like of the highest order you know like I feel when me when my soul like is kind of like degrading on an energetic level. Mm-hmm. Like, I say for example, if I if um, say if I like uh, act out of an aggression, I f- I can f- I feel on an energetic level in my body where my soul's kind of like degraded through that process. Because yeah. that's what we do when we're all going through life, where we're like, we're 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 like we the actions that we take either make our soul lighter or make it more heavier and more dull. Mm-hmm. And you know, and, and I think what I've started to notice, and this is why I know this is complete truth, is that. That that's why every single even thought we have, you know, I think this goes this goes to areas that I can't even get to yet because I'm not even there, you know. But I can feel them, you know. Mm-hmm. I can feel the levels of of emotional intelligence it goes to. Like I can see the, you know, I can currently right now in my journey I can only see the ones that I've that I, that are that are that are, that are shown, you know. Mm-hmm. But I know there's there's thousands of others and there's other thousands of ways of seeing and being and operating that are kind of still degrading my soul. Mm-hmm. But I can feel them starting to, as you get one, you know, like more of them start to come, they start to come faster and faster. Yeah. And that's what we've been kind of working on, like, especially the last couple of months. I've been like, in the morning, like at 10 a.m. I'll be crying about something. At two o'clock I'll be crying about something completely different. And it's like, they just keep coming up and coming up and coming up and just having to just feel and process and and cry and release. And it's like, it's because we've spoken about this loads of times, but it's like the culture is so, it's taught us to be so kind of, like um, judgmental towards our own emotions 
And it's like realizing that crying is is us releasing painful things from our soul to, to improve our own condition and improve our life. Burping is as well. Burping, like yeah. we've noticed burping is such a big one for us. Yeah. Before we started this podcast, you were burping for like half an hour. <laughs> I know it sounds disgusting, but uh, yeah, that definitely is one. Like, but that's also the programming around that too. That's an emotion that you have to work on too. Oh, definitely, yeah. especially about being a woman and doing anything like like that. It's, it brings up a lot of stuff, but. I've noticed, like, because I had that experience when we're in, in the shop, in the supermarket, and one of mine is allowing people to just kind of emotionally dump on us, I mean, just absorbing it all. And after I had this that scenario in the supermarket where that woman was just kind of talking to us and telling us about our illnesses and just dumping, dumping, dumping kind of thing, after I came out of that, I just started, like, my body just started burping and releasing and kind of getting letting go of that energy. So that, so it has been a big one, Bateman. Yeah. And also, like, as well, like, having consciousness around when people want, when people do want to release. Like, you mm-hmm. said, like, bringing consciousness to, like, when people are just, like, projecting and just, like, dumping all this stuff on you, you know, yeah. because you need to protect yourself as well, you know, like, um, like, one of the biggest ones as well, like, I, I hope you're right, right speaking about this, but, like, you know, like, last night, for example, when we were, like, working on an emotion, mm-hmm. like, one of the emotions that I was working on was triggering one in yours because mm-hmm. it's how I kind of react to towards you you know in some some cases yeah so you were kind of like an emotion so we both had more the same emotional wound that was like kind of like combating each other Uh to some degree and through that process you were kind of like well just you just you were just wanting me to get that emotion out and work on it like (laughs) just get it to the surface but also what i've noticed is that you need to be safe you need to first feel safe but also what I've noticed as well is that like, for example, like one of my emotions that I'm working on is a is a big one. And what I've started to understand as well as that for people, just to, this is for the people as well, that you have to make sure that you do it in an environment where you, because some people like are a lot more empathic than other people. And say, for example, if you just release a big one, a bigger like a big one you know for example right? release mm-hmm. a, like literally take a big big one <laughs> it sounded funny that doesn't it? But if you just release a bigger one but if you um if you kind of like release a big emotion and there is someone around you who's very empathic they're going to feel it you know mm-hmm. like so if i released mine like that's why i was saying like i'm I don't, i'm not feeling comfortable right now releasing it because i what i've been learning lately is that if you do release them in an environment where it's not right that's going to be energetically it's going to go on to people you know they're going to feel it yeah. So that's why I kind of like wanted to like take myself away to like so I could be in a safe space where I knew that one of mine was a big one and energetically I didn't want to dump on anyone else, you know. I didn't want to like that to to kind of like reflect on you, yeah. you know. And I'm not saying that's because at the time I wasn't saying because you couldn't take it or anything. I know. I'm just being conscious of that because I've experienced, especially over the last few months where that's happened to me mm-hmm. and it's really been damaging, you know, like it's been it's took a lot out on us you know but in uh, but i think in those circumstances i don't think people are like i think it's un- projections that's happening in that moment but i feel like when you you're going into the core of an emotion and you're just releasing it without projecting on anyone i think that's a different kettle of fish to when you're just yeah. like unconsciously projecting towards somebody yeah definitely but if like if that emotion's still very raw and then you need to go you need to like kind of go into it mm-hmm. and you still don't know the how deep the deeper goes you know you've got to understand of it still tread cautiously you know yeah definitely you've got you've got to you know yeah it was just funny because it was like we're both it was funny because we ended up having a bit of a tiff but the <laughs> the wound was like when i sat and processed my feelings it, we were actually working on the exact same thing it was just i was being more passive aggressive because that's a more feminine thing to do whereas you would be more like kind of just outwardly aggressive yeah, yeah. Um, you know what i was gonna i was gonna speak about as well like because i think it's in terms of like 
like I said, there seems to be like at the, the, the at the minute there seems to be like this huge dance going on between like I I feel like everything that's going on with what every, everything that's going on in the world right now is a um it seems like it's a um a collective like you know our collective soul condition of condition of the planet mm-hmm. like we all have an individual soul condition which is like you know the stage of like where uh, stage of love that you're at but as a collective you know we we all kind of feed into the same kind of collectively we all come together with our soul conditions and we create the reality that we're in now you know we create the condition of the earth mm-hmm. and this is like this is this is what like ancient peoples of the past they knew you know they predicted that right now on the planet that the earth's soul condition would get to a certain point you know it would get to this climax point and it would have to be kind of like and everything would come to the surface mm-hmm. and i feel like that's what's going on right now on the planet where like collectively our soul conditions or altogether like coming to this pivotal point where we're all having to like face all these different aspects of ourselves and all these wounds that have just kind of just been building up over time and time and time again you know definitely and it's interesting because like a lot of the um a lot of teachings like spoke about like cataclysms at this time because of the the soul condition reaching a certain level but i think obviously like time isn't isn't so linear and like as as humanity improves its soul condition the the events that are meant to be happening kind of kind of change so that's what makes kind of prophesizing about this time quite difficult because things can change on a daily basis because of how people are working on themselves and I really like I really do like about how there's a movement now of like kind of healing and feeling your emotions because that's the most important work I feel like you can be doing because once you start healing and feeling emotions you change your point of attraction and you, you start changing your life for the better and you start and collectively we start changing the world for the better and I know at the time, like now we see on the news, it's like, oh, you got got to take the spice. You can't go, you can't go here and there. But on it, under under that, it's it's forcing a lot of people to kind of work on those things. And I think the the soul condition of humanity is actually raising as a as a result of it. Yeah, definitely. I, I, and I think what I've started noticing um, in my own life is that as I start to raise my own soul condition, the world around us also starts to develop too because mm-hmm. like when um when we were watching like uh, divine truth and jesus speak he was speaking about how um how when he like in the is it when was jesus around again was it the 12th century the, f- the first century the first century sorry 12th century <laughs> first the first century, first century well when jesus was, was jesus around was jesus was around again in, when um when he was first on the planet in the um you know, he, he got his, he got a, a state of a woman with with God. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, he raised his consciousness to a, to a place of of, of um, a woman. And as he went through that process, he realized how. You know, he as because he became lighter, he became a beacon for others around him to kind of to to reach that stage too. You know, as he gets to the stage of, it's like it's like the famous saying. You know, like when one person does it everyone else like realizes they can also do it do it too yeah. you know and i feel like that's what a lot of people don't realize that you know like when they say the old saying you know like the way to change the world is to change the self and it's like a, a cliche it's been a, like a cliche thing where it's like oh yeah just change yourself and the world around you'll be all right and everyone's like but i've got i've got stuff over here mm-hmm. but it is actually true because like when you emotionally work on your wounds like that the law of attraction because the law of attraction that's turning up for us is the law of attraction of things that we're that we need to heal upon mm-hmm. so that's why in our lives things are keep t- the same things are repeating themselves you know the same 
people are turning up in our lives the same interactions because the way God's law love works is that he's he's bringing you to you things that you need to heal because he wants you to have more love because he knows that once you get over them once you like work on them you're going to have more love in the afterwards afterwards you know yeah so that's why I think a lot of times God like God's love like seems very tough yeah because it's like bringing to, and I've had cases like that where I'm like Jesus this is too much like you know like like you said before like getting a, a place in your own mind where you know that like whatever's happening if it is for you sometimes it's hard to see it like that you know mm-hmm. yeah there's a lot of like I've had to release a lot of like kind of because I can see ultimately like how it's loving to kind of get people to see like the the errors of their ways and to kind of realize what they're doing that kinds of that's kind of attracting things but I also think it's it's unfair in a sense that the original sin that was that occurred to us the original programming or a trauma it's like that that thing wasn't our fault but it's the the accumulation of how our law of attraction affects afterwards that like kind of that takes us down like a, a dark road and that's something that I've kind of been working on like it doesn't seem fair like like the example yes when we watched that uh channeling yesterday that woman she didn't really know what she was doing she kind of just had a wound of not feeling special somebody came and met that wound and she caused a whole lot of damage and it's the same thing when you're a kid like something bad happens to us like a kid could be sexually abused and then because of that that law of attraction brings them a whole load of other abuse until they realize what's happening so like i've been kind of waking through this feeling of like feeling the kind of feeling the kind of i know it's just but i feel the injustice of how like something can be like the original wound isn't somebody's fault kind of thing it's interesting because one of the ones that i've been feeling out and working on is that how like when people do carry out acts of sin i'm I'm struggling now to kind of be angry at them. Mm. Like I've kind of gone the complete other way. Like in the past, where I, I would I would used to be like angry at someone who carried out act of sin. Now I'm struggling to actually be angry at anyone. You know, because it's sense. like where did, where did it start? It's I just know. a long chain of just it's generations of generations. It's like all the way of, back to Adam and Eve in the garden. It, of Eden, it literally know? is the original sin of walking away from God. It's like that's it caused all of this. Yeah, because we're all just like blaming it on someone else. You know, like mm-hmm. we're all taking it all the way back to the Garden of Eden but it only stops when you stop it you know that's yeah. the thing like what we've noticed is that when we've been doing a lot of the a lot of the work we've we've you know we've seen like we've said this before but we've seen the ancestors you know like they've, they've been coming at us and they've been like we've felt them like the spirits of them like them also kind of been having emotional wounds and being attached to like that cycle still continuing mm. which a lot of them are but at the same time we've like also felt the presence of them being able to be like kind of like released from that bond if you want to call that word because it's like they're attached they're still attached to us through like their wounds and our and then now there are wounds and when you work through that it's like you kind of you show them there's another way and it kind of releases them from from their own shackles and we've seen that when we've been doing that deep work that time where you know we saw all those elderly spirits come like the old all the old women yeah and it's interesting it was just it was a wound that specifically was around old people because it was just old women and i mean i saw one old man oh did there. you yeah. i never seen the old man i, I just seen the women yeah like, i felt the presence of the women i felt the presence of them like when i was when we we're doing that work um not to go to like not to mm-hmm. yeah. give 100% specifics and stuff but like when we were like present with the person we were doing that work with i 100% felt the presence of all all the spirits like i felt them all around us yeah and it was, it was very heavy it was mad how it how it linked to my family and then i felt the influence of the spirit come over me and try to and try to kind of perpetuate the same wound again it was yeah. it was very i've got like i've discussed that in my earthbound spirits video if anyone wants to see that it's just um 
don't want to go into it again but it was a big lesson on how of like spirit over cloaking and spirit influence on us well that's the thing like we were saying before we're speaking like off the podcast about how we were saying that when we've done eye gazing it's now starting to make sense that we've noticed how things are also attached onto us mm-hmm. like i said when i seen that thing that was attached onto you you said you've seen the the spirit that was attached onto me uh-huh. so it's like you know there is like obviously this is like you know we're still learning a lot of this stuff and still like feeling it out and walk walking like walking into this path but we're still start we're starting to understand how like you know there is like spirits attached to us at all times you know like i'm starting to be even aware on like like i said before on me where where like you know like um like even jesus said in that video when he said you would be you'd be surprised how many spirits are all around you all the time you know mm-hmm. how how much they're all feeding off you like we uh, one of the channels that come through we found out that one guy had like um he had three thousand spirits following him yeah like three thousand spirits were all kind of like feeding off his emotional wound at all times and had an invested interest in him operating from that place. And it's mad, and it kind of makes it when you when you try to pull away from those activities and addictions, it kind of makes it difficult because you've got the force of all them spirits kind of wanting you to to reactivate those wounds again to meet their own needs. It's deep, it's very deep. It's just a lot to. We're still kind of like I know we're talking a lot about spirit influence because that's what we've kind of learned as as a truth for us. So that's why we're kind of te- like sort of speaking about it. Yeah. But there's still so much that we don't know about yeah, about this. Just trying to f- to feel and like heal that wound around, like being taught that reincarnation's real and realizing that that's not that's not an actual truth. Well, not in the way that we've been taught it anyway. And, yeah. and that's where I feel like it's it's always important to be like um, what I'm starting to understand. And I think this is one of the things like that that has in my own life has done me quite good. Of course, like understanding now, it can also be that this this way of being can also be manipulated too as well but like the openness but one of the things that i've noticed is that because i have an openness to change very fast of who i am and what i believe and what i feel and what i see like don't get us wrong there's probably things that i I know there's things i can't see but Mm. because i have an openness to to like to change fast which i is one of my traits which i've learned is that i'll believe something you know like i'll i'll embody it mm-hmm. but then this new piece of information comes across or a new emotion or a new feeling is un- unrevealed there is and i'll change again you know yeah and i think that's what puts you in a really good good stead it's like when we're like really fixed in who we think we are and in our current way of being and our how we live our lives and our patterns that it doesn't give a lot of room for you to change these things you know because if especially if you've got an emotional wound not only is, is the emotional wound going to be keeping you fixed in that belief, but also all that, like you said, the spirits that are that are, that are, uh, are locked in through your emotional wound are also going to be influencing you because they, you know, they they're relying upon you maintaining that type of ethos, maintaining that certain type of being, carrying out that same addiction over and over again because they're fading off from you. But what we've actually learned is that when you actually heal that part of yourself and you face it, and you have the openness to change that emotional wound, the spirits leave you. Yeah, because they yeah. can't they can't meet that need through you, so they have to need. they have to move on, or have to heal it themselves, or move on to somebody else that's got the same wound. Mm. And I think that's why having the the personality trait of like humility or developing developing the like the emotion of our way of being of humility is so important. Just to kind of be aware that okay, there's so many things that I can't see. Where am I? Where am I going wrong? What am I getting right? And that's the way the that. way that best way I heard it described is like is the is them. Um, like our our like soul our auric field if you want to call it that is all around us and like each the only way that that we can be kind of like overcloaked or be influenced by spirit influence is that if 
we have like a chink in that in that auric field and and the reason why you have a chink in that auric field is because you have an emotional like wound or addiction that's allowing that to that to come in you know yeah so it's just the ultimate work is to just feel heal and feel your emotions and feel where they're coming from and into kind of a good way to access those emotions is to look at your addictions and withdraw from those addictions and feel the emotions that come up and that's a lesson for me more than anything i know i'm due i'm due definitely due a fast to kind of release a lot of the stuff well it's like the process of i think a good one you can do is like when whatever triggers you like when you find that something triggers you and like watch your emotional response to that like mm-hmm. say if someone trig- says something to you and it triggers a response in you where you get angry it's like oh well there's some anger in there you know yeah. oh, definitely. or like um or you know what? what's another one i kind of think of another one right now um mm, being angry kind of there's loads you know there's like thousands defensive, you know? yeah but there's, there's many different emotional wounds but it's basically just catching them you know it's like sometimes that's what the famous saying says whatever triggers you you need he- you need healing on it you know yeah because we've been doing that we've been, you've been like there was a lot of anger in your voice say that or something yeah. and i'm like oh yeah this is this is bringing up this stuff that i was that i've been thinking about in my head all the time but it's also having the humi- humi- what's the word humility humility to like to 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 say that like to to look at your own soul and be like you know like i am not i'm not whole yet you know mm-hmm. like and that's been a hard one for me because like when you start to like especially when you do start the and looking at the spirituality you start you start like getting fed like them algorithms that you want to hear like like all the same spiritual teachers telling you the same like, stuff you know we are god like just telling you telling you all the things yeah. that you want to hear you know yeah and then it's like having the humility to kind of like look at yourself in the mirror and, and like you know look at your own soul you know like the mm-hmm. the believe as well like i haven't done this yet um but but believe that if you look at your if you do look and like you know how the eyes are the window of the soul you know we've we've also you can do this through eye gaze and what you've been tapping into but if you like look into the mirror mirror gaze mirror gaze you can see your own soul condition mm-hmm. you know they believe that in the spirit realm it's a lot easier to do so but like if you look at your, if you um, look with the the true desire to see your soul condition, true desire to soul because you can see it that feels know, scary it, is, it, does, it feels it, you know? very scary because it's like you know i i want to believe that i'm acting loving but it's like from it's not me that measures it it's god that measures it so it's yeah. like it's, you can't lie to god yeah, you, know? you can't and we've already been like we've already been noticing we've already been feeling that that level of like discernment in our souls how it has been kind of not telling us the truth you know mm-hmm. like you know it's easy to go through life and just pretend that your soul's at a certain level you know oh, yeah. especially like on the exterior on the exterior like for me a big one is like you know like from the exterior when you're like you're doing a podcast and you look a certain way you you carry a crystal on your neck and like you look a certain way you've got a certain gown on or you look look a certain way but it doesn't mean nothing you know it's like it's not about like what you like what you're wearing you know it's about what you're embodying what you're embodying you know like how like what is what because i think that's a that's a big thing in the world now like you know we can see like a lot of the spiritual teachers you know the the dressing like the right way they're saying the right things they're acting out in a certain way but you know when you really like feel into them it's like you can see where they you know they're not really operating from that place of love all times you know and they do have a lot of chinks in their armor yeah a lot of the sort of addictions to being to being powerful and being like you know people projecting good things onto them and being kind of not worshipped but kind of a lot of uh, a lot of projections of unworthiness of other people being projected onto them to be like to be their healer and stuff like that yeah, I fell for a lot of that, and that's kind of been a big one for me. Is like, you know, there was a spiritual teacher that I followed for a while and used to speak about for a while, and then I had a lot of experiences and dreams that were kind of telling me that I was putting them up on a pedestal, 
and now that I kind of see it, I, I see see it for what it was. It was me like feeling unworthy and projecting like special speciality onto somebody else. But the teachings that we've been looking at now for the divine truth is just like, you know, it's Jesus and Mary. But I, I don't feel like any sort of speciality about that. It's just like they're they're our brothers and sisters, and they're just, you know, I don't feel like oh my God, they've got it all figured out but they certainly know a lot more in terms of love than I do so that's what brings my humility to kind of listen to what they have to say and I think what was what was scary to me is that like you know like when you when you, especially when you're on the path of, of of I know the right words are not awakening them you know but like I'm just using that sometimes it's hard I'm like being more cautious with my words how you use my words now but when you're on the path of like working on your soul you know you think like you get this feeling in your life where you think like oh this is it I'm I'm at that point now you know like I'm at the like I, I'm, I'm done now you know like I'm done I've done all the work now this is it like mm-hmm. is it going to be a point where I'm done you know and it feels like what we're doing you know is that like you know you, you're never done you know the work never stops you know you're always working on your soul you know because even when you get to a certain level of soul you can just drop down again you know through through, through your way of operating and they know? say that a lot of times that people do improve their soul condition and then it gets to a certain point and then they fall back into addiction so they just end up zigzagging up and down yeah. well I can feel that I can feel that level of where that would happen you know because you would like you would like do a certain level of work and you would like use that as a justification to do something you know because you're like oh, I've, I've done the, I've done I've done good here today so now I can like you know I can mess around and act and sin kind of thing you know yeah it's kind of what um the person at the community was saying it's like the spiritual currency like you, you do a good deed you get something good back and then you use it for something selfish but it's to kind of build up that spiritual what's the spiritual currency spiritual currency to kind of do keep doing these good things but to kind of be selfless and still and still not do anything selfish with it do something selfless and keep building up their currency and it's like you don't lose anything from do by doing that you just kind of build up a more whole soul condition yeah we'll leave it there yeah good one let's ching the mics (laughs) boom (laughs) (laughs) Boom. break the mics (laughs) emotional wound right there (laughs) you broke the mic yeah don't tell me please (laughs) (laughs) anyway we'll leave that one there Uh, big love see you later guys hope you guys like that one there Um, if you can as always check out the one-off donation option and the patreon page and just to play this one out as i always do uh, this is a song actually from the community that we just visited the off-grid community um or the off-grid community country if you want to call it that um, it's by a, a group called the Pioneer Family and it's also um, the song is called See You on the Other Side so anyway I hope you enjoy this one and I'll see you on the other side <laughs> peace out Oh, 
Within the dome of plasma light 